5AA Mornings with Matthew Pantelis. Twenty-eight minutes to twelve o'clock on Five AA. Nine news on Five AA coming up at midday. Stay tuned then for the the latest news and sport and the uh, the beautiful weather. Of course, great day today out there. Hope you're enjoying it if you can. Now, Monday mornings at this time, we we have this segment called State of Our State, and it's talking to different people from the government about essentially services that are operating in a range of departments. Today, we are looking at uh, the issue of uh, service delivery and practice for the. Child Protection Department. Sue McDonald is uh, Executive uh, Director of that. Sue, good morning to you. Good morning, Matthew. So, Sue, tell me a little bit about the department. We'll meet some of the volunteers you've brought in with you in Emil and Lydia, but the uh, the whole issue of uh, the fact you're here is this is National Volunteer Week. Yes, it is, and really volunteers <laughs> play such a critical role in our department, and we're very grateful for the amount of volunteers we have. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously we work very closely with children who uh, and families who have experienced trauma and who have had complex lives and complex experiences um, and it is such a um, such a great part of our department to have volunteers who can walk alongside of us and connect with people who have experienced that type of trauma and adversity. All right, let's m- meet Emil and Lydia who are drivers. Hello to you both. How are you? Hello. Hello, well, Matthew. Thank you. Tell me about the work you do. Well, we transport children either to appointments with family members mm-hmm. or to school or from school uh, in the afternoon. Sometimes we do long-distance um, pickups, uh-huh. so country, little country excursions. <laughs> All right. For respite and, yeah. uh, you know, travelling is yeah. great. Part of it. Ah, all right. <laughs> so the the issues uh, here now. Your uh, head of I forgot your title. I've got it here somewhere, but it's the. Uh, let me find it. Here we are. Executive direct director of service delivery and practice. What do you actually do? What does that mean? Yeah, it is a big title. <laughs> yeah. Um. What, what my role in the department is to oversee the work of um, all of our officers. We've got twenty one officers across the state. Um. Obviously, some rural locations as well as metropolitan locations. Mm. Um. I've also got responsibility for the call centre, uh, where um, the child abuse report line, where we take the calls um, and take the notifications of child abuse and neglect. Um, and I also do work quite closely with um, the Kinship Care Program and carers to um, really um, make sure that there's that wraparound care team response to children and young people. Okay. Uh, Lydia, what inspired you to volunteer? That's a really good question because it started out as wanting to become foster parents. Emil and I had spoken about it. We're both retired. We thought we had reached a stage in life where, you know, we really wanted to be able to offer the children a warm, loving home. Yeah. And um, I spoke to someone who, you know, we were going to go ahead with, but unfortunately we had medical issues in the family that prevented us from proceeding. And um, she recommended that we just look and contact the department in Gawler and mm. talk to the volunteer coordinator there, which I did. And, you, you know, well, I wanted to be um, a role model for children and yeah. I wanted to, you know, just have that contact with them. Mm. All right. Uh, 
So the department, the volunteer service, what do you offer for children and young people in care and their, their families and carers? Hey, I, was, I was interested before, Matthew, when Lilia and Emil talked about um, uh, being, you know, the people who transport young people, and I thought that really understates the <laughs> um, the quality of relationship that volunteers bring to children. Um, you know, we, we, in fact, we were just talking about this before we came on air to say that um, regularly picking up a child from school or regularly taking a child to an access visit or to an after-school activity, um, it, it, that consistency of a volunteer driver is so important mm. for children and it is that opportunity to chat in the car, to understand how a child's day is going, understand whether they've had a difficult day at school or a good day at school. And, you know, we don't, we certainly don't have an expectation that it's a, a therapeutic intervention or a counselling service, but just having that one consistent person that you know is going to pick you up, you know is going to be predictable, is so important for children um, because for many of the children in our care, they haven't had the access to that level of predictability. Um, so they, they do begin to learn how to trust and how to be part of a world that is a trustworthy world. Yeah. So it's excellent. Emil, uh, what's the role involved? The role involves uh, for us to transport children to and from school um, from their home that they're living with the carer, yeah. um, taking them to an access with their biologicals, parents, and also, as stated before, we take them out to a um, park where mm. they can uh, have contact with other people, mm-hmm. uh, with children and with their biologicals and with their carers. Um, you know, the access worker there. And, um, you know, they can sometimes come out to you and and ask questions and want to know things and uh, where they're not possibly doing it with anyone else. Mm. Okay, so you'd be a great resource in that regard. How large is the volunteer service, Sue? Um, Well, we'd always like it to be larger. There's about 180 volunteers, and I was actually looking... um, at this before I came on mm. here to say there's uh, and um, the, most, the staff at uh, the department told me there's 31,000 hours per year really? that, yeah, which is amazing that volunteers um, invest um, into the department and into the lives of children and young people mm. I think the other thing Matthew which is a really um, critical role that volunteers can play there is um, quite uh, quite often when children come into our care and they've had um, quite a sort of chaotic history or um, have had um, have experienced a lot of neglect and haven't had a really good connection to their own history. Mm. The other thing that we ask volunteers to do is build a life story book with children okay. and young people. So yeah. that's you know piecing together um, really important bits of their world so that they do have um, a, a, a memory of the things that happened to them when they were little um, and and when I say that I'm mm. not talking about bad things I'm talking about those memories that make you who you are you know if you think about um, uh, all of our children uh, children know about themselves because of the conversations that we have with children mm. about their world about what they've done you know do you remember that time when you were two and I took you to the zoo or and so volunteers can really help to piece together those really important moments for children and yeah. help help to build their identity okay that, and that is crucial ultimately yeah, isn't it, it is. yeah, yeah. Um, Mill, what you were saying before about um, uh, getting questions asked you what do you get out of the role I mean from that perspective it sounds like it's really rewarding well, it is, you know, you can 
give um, an insight of the future for a child that, um, you know, one child said to me, oh, I want to go into the army. And I mm. said, oh, that'd be great. And he says, well, how do you get paid? I said, I don't get paid. I volunteer. Yeah. That means I go and do things for nothing but to get, to help you along. Mm. And, uh, and I said, once you get your super, you'll you'll have a big mon- lot of money. <laughs> well, he hopefully. Oh, well, he goes, yeah, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but, um, you know, and that gives you... Um, satisfaction where the kid uh, relates to you and uh, sees it uh, as a male, yeah. you know, someone to look up to or sure. to, to look at. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's been great. Good. Excellent. Um, so why why are volunteers such an important part of what the department does? Because, you know, children, the whole child protection issue <coughs> is so vital and so important in the, the functioning of, well, government, society. Yeah. Why do you rely on volunteers so much? Well, I think the thing that volunteers bring to our department, which is so important, is time mm. and investment. Now, not that um, obviously our staff are very invested in the work you do in the work we do, because um, you need to be invested in order to do the work we do. But what I do um, observe with our volunteer workforce is that they do have more time and can spend time with children. They're not sort of rushing off to do the next thing which you know mm. um can happen for our staff that you know moving on to the next task yeah. because you know obviously there's a lot to do in any workforce but yeah. volunteers can take the time and can convey to children that they do have all the time in the world to spend with them uh, which i think is a really great gift that we can give to um, children and young people in state care yeah all right so obviously then uh, helping children as emil touched on he, he gets the reward from that children can look up to someone is yeah. that a key part of it too yes very much yeah. a key part of it and um, when we have a um, we have quite a few across the state actually um, uh, children and young people councils where they tell us about um, their experiences mm. we obviously hear their voice in terms of um, making you know policies and procedures for the department yeah. and in those councils lots of young people and children talk about um, the role of the volunteers and the connections that they've made to the person that they don't talk about it as in they say oh the role of the volunteers is amazing they say Mm. You know, the person that's picked me up from school every day for the last five years is someone I can really talk to or I like that, um, say, I like that Lydia um, takes me to access with mum because then mm. I know that she's going to pick me up and take me back to my placement and I feel safe. So there's there's those things, um, that, that relationships that volunteers bring for children and young people that um, is just immensely important in our world. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, Lydia, let me ask you the effect on you having these new connections with children. It has been really rewarding, yeah. in all honesty. I mean, we mentioned um, the concept of trust and that the kids don't have that trust. And just being told by a young person that I was no longer going to tra- be transported because they were transferring to another office. And this person turned to me and said, well, you know, I have trust issues. And I said, well... Okay, I get that. You know, we worked hard to build a relationship. And be assured, whoever they take on over there as drivers will also, you'll be able to trust Mm. because they wouldn't take someone on that that wasn't. So for that person to share something Mm. so... I am personal to themselves uh, or to, to admit to themselves what they're, we're feeling and, to include me in that, you mm. know, as a friend, because well, you're my friend. I said, yeah, thank you. And then I felt 
like I was your friend as well. So mm. that that really was very touching and very rewarding because I felt, yeah, that is me making a difference for this one person. Oh, that's nice. So has the role benefited you in other ways, like making new social connections, for instance? Oh, yes. Well, yeah? we have, um, you know, other. there's another couple that also volunteer and they don't live too far from in fact mm. in the same uh, subdivision so we catch up with them occasionally um so it is lovely to you know have that connection yeah. i might add it's also lovely for our staff the staff often talk about um the volunteers and because what volunteers do bring to the work is um a real um sense of those lovely moments and staff mm. will often say to me oh you know our volunteer came back from doing a um, transport and told me this beautiful story about um the child or a beautiful story about um an interaction they'd have and it's very um nurturing and nourishing for mm. staff to yeah. hear um just to hear that um the volunteers making such a difference in a child's life yeah yeah mm. okay uh, you're always looking for more volunteers, Sue. So are there particular groups of people, or types or demographics that are best placed to help out? Well, we have volunteers who range from in their early 20s to... Um, past 70 maybe mm. into their early 80s so it is a it is a wide range of people and we're happy to attract whoever feels like they've got um you know something to give and um and have um you know that connection to the work we do yeah. you do need a working with children's check of course, of course. Yeah. working with vulnerable children is really important yeah. one of the things i would say um to um, any students doing human service type mm -hmm. of degrees or teaching degrees or those sorts of, um, uh, you know, degrees of working with children or working with young people is that it's an excellent opportunity to um, practice some of those skills, to um, understand child development, to engage with children and, of course, to understand the complexity of trauma. So it, it is a really good opportunity to uh, build knowledge um, yeah. for future careers as yeah. well. And, and our volunteers in their 20s do tend to be students from uh, universities yeah. who, um, you know, are really looking to, um, uh, to to connect with children and practice some of those skills that will set them up well for their careers. Wonderful. Emil, why should people volunteer for the Department of uh, Child Protection? Well, one should volunteer if they've got the time and yeah. there's nothing worse than sitting around doing nothing sure. and um, they're not able to work. Um, this is a good way of getting out and about getting to meet people getting to um be a, a benefit to the community mm. uh, whether it's local or you know um the statewide um and you get a lot of satisfaction i feel from doing it because yeah. um otherwise you wouldn't be doing much to to your life as well yes. you know you'd be you'd be a benefit to everyone yeah yeah well, as long as you got that good super you mentioned you're all right well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so how do people get involved if they're interested in helping uh, they can go to our website okay. and, and have a look on the website. Um, our website is um, childprotection.sa.gov.au and if they type in volunteers into the search engine, mm -hmm. it'll you know obviously show you um, how to make contact. There's also a number that they can call. So, Matthew, I might read out that sure. number but leave it with yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's 0492 triple zero seven four three okay so if anybody is interested that goes through to a central number but um you um 
as Emil and, and Lydia talked about, they, they volunteer in the Gawler region. Mm. Um, and we've got, as I said at the beginning, we've got offices across the state. Um, and so we can certainly make sure that you can volunteer close to your home and so that it's convenient um, for the person volunteering. Yeah, mm. so very important. It's obviously National Volunteer Week, which is why we've had you all in. And uh, this is one really, it sounds from the two of you, Lydia and Emil, that yeah. it, you can really make a difference, that you're actually having an impact on people's lives and young people who need that. So Absolutely. Well, well done to both of you. And uh, I'm sure you, I can see you both find it extremely rewarding, which is what it's all about ultimately, if you're going <coughs> to give up your hours. So, yeah. Thank you all. Lovely to meet you. And, and Sue, that number again, if people are interested, 0492 000 0492 000 And uh, you too can be a volunteer. I imagine, Sue, lots of training and uh, everything yes. else is provided. Yes, yeah. training and support, which is um, critical in yeah. this role. And can I just say thank you to you, Matthew, for having us in. Oh, because promoting um, <coughs> the work of the department is really important mm. and promoting the work of volunteers is um, a very important thing for us as well. So thank you for taking the time with us today. Thank you. Sue McDonald there from Child Protection and volunteers Lydia and Emil working in what is really a pretty crucial area. It's National Volunteer Week. And uh, if you'd like to get involved, I'll give you that number again, 0492 Join us every Friday just after 3 p.m. when renowned Adelaide chef Chris Jama joins Jade Robran for the 5AA Food and Wine Show. Thanks to Smeg, seamlessly pairing performance with design. Taste the difference with Smeg. They have the perfect partner for every dish. Adelaide Direct Stationers is more than just stationery. We're one of SA's largest suppliers of tech products, washroom products, PPE, workplace health and safety equipment, office furniture, food, snacks, beverages and much more. We have all your office and business needs in one place. With free next day delivery on orders over $50 plus same day two hour express delivery. Adelaide Direct Stationers, serving SA's largest businesses and a preferred government supplier. Visit adelaidedirectstationers.com.au a lot of shopping centres are the same. Same predictable shops, same food options. But if you want something new, check out Newton Central. Grab a coffee at JD Brew or a bite at Java Lifestyle Coffee and Tea. Or dine at Delano's Risotto and Pasta Bar. It's the kind of centre where you can get some retail therapy, do the weekly shop or just relax. Want something new in your life? Choose a new local. Choose Newton Central, Gorge Road, Newton. At Orana, we believe everyone should live the life of their choice. That's why we create opportunities for people with disability to live as independently as possible. Our homes are safe, welcoming and above all supportive, where people can learn daily living skills, make friends and get more out of life. We support people with an NDIS plan for a short stay or in their forever home. For independent living, make your home with Orana. Visit oranaonline.com.au. Arana, creating opportunities. Something magic is about to begin. Disney and Cameron McIntosh's Mary Poppins flies into Adelaide this July for a strictly limited season. Discover the magic and undeniable wonder of this critically acclaimed new production. Mary Poppins. Book at Ticketech. You don't have to jump on a plane to find pals from around the world or even leave the airport. Parafield Airport Liquor Store has thousands of pals in a huge old airport hangar. 
So maybe their pals are whiskies from Scotland, Ireland and Japan, but that's just some of their pals. With over 300 craft beers, 500 whiskies and over 2,000 wines. New pals from around the world are closer than you think. Parafield Airport Liquor Store. Powers, next to Roulette's Tavern, Kings Road, Parafield. Your employment potential is huge and we can unlock it. At Barcuma, we partner with people on the journey to their best life. We're here for you. Barcuma is a specialist in providing employment support for people with intellectual disability, learning difficulties and autism spectrum disorder. Barcuma's Disability Employment Service will build your confidence, develop your skills and match you with eager employers ready to work with you on your career. To find out more, visit barcuma.com.au because life is better with Barcuma. Matthew Pantelis on 5AA Mornings. Temp in Adelaide at uh, 8 minutes to 12 o'clock, sitting on our predicted top of 22 currently in the city. In fact, we've gone a a tad over, uh, currently 22.1 right now in uh, Adelaide. Did climb up to 22.4 a few minutes ago, so I don't believe we would have peaked yet. Surely that's at least an hour or two away, or three, and uh, maybe gets that little bit warmer. Ahead of tomorrow, showers clearing, 18 is the forecast for tomorrow. When do they kick in? Um, most likely morning and afternoon showers uh, tomorrow, and uh, and then they'll clear. 15, though, on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. How's the weekend looking? 17 on Saturday and Sunday with a shower or two both days. So there it is. Not like the last couple of days. Just magic weather today as well. So if you've got the opportunity to uh, be out and about, maybe it's approaching lunchtime. If you're in your car driving around as part of your job, pull over somewhere in a park, sit down, have your lunch and uh, enjoy a bit of vitamin D. Just perfect weather. Uh, even better if you've got shorts and thongs on, I reckon, and uh, and a short sleeve shirt could not be better than that. Uh, I see over in Queensland they're hunting some escapees just at the moment. In fact, three got out of prison somewhere. I don't have any more details than that. Two have been arrested though, rearrested by police. One remains on the run, hopefully not for much longer. But that's Queensland. Um, down at Tonsley, police this morning arrested. Two activists, Extinction Rebellion, doing their thing. They uh, occupied the foyer at the SA Drill Corps Reference Library to protest plans by the gas and oil industry to increase production. Two activists, Violet Coco and Carmen George, arrested by police after sitting down and refusing to leave the foyer. The uh, research facility hosting delegates from the Australian Petroleum Production and Exploration Association Conference who were participating in a technical presentation about drill cores of the Cooper Basin, one of Australia's major oil and gas reserves. So they were uh, taken away by police and whether they're charged or not, no details as yet, but Extinction Rebellion doing their thing down at Findon this morning. We spoke about councils a bit earlier on and the fact the Adelaide City Council looking for a big increase in fees and charges to uh, help balance the books. Now, OK, we understand cost of doing business has increased. No argument with that, but they're talking about parking fees, for instance, in some cases doubling, in other cases only going up by 10 cents depending where and when and whatever. Uh, Michael has emailed in. He says, what does the council do with their money, with all the extra rate money from the hundreds of new apartments built in the city recently? I would have thought they'd be awash with it. Yeah, Michael, 
A lot of people would think that. Uh, Max has called in about Jeff Kennett's suggestion of national service. G'day, Max. Yeah, hi, Michael. Matthew, uh, yep. Matthew, sorry, mate. Yeah. Um, I'm just a farmer at Butte, and I was uh, greasing air seeded a while ago. Yeah. And uh, next thing, uh, there's this Commodore. He'd just done a burnout, just up on the corner. Then mm. he goes down to the bitumen and does another one. Hmm. And uh, heap of smoke going up and everything, and and you know here we are, a lot of people in Adelaide, you know they're paying plenty of tax, and this guy he's been uh, on welfare. I don't know how he's getting his money, maybe drugs or whatever, but it's a broken system. It's just not good enough, you know. Yeah. And yeah. they they need to be accounted for. I can't stand it. I know. So what 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 are we doing? Yeah, so you'd, you'd say, okay, you're out in the middle of nowhere, I presume in Butte, you're out in the paddocks or, or, and there's the, the, the guy dropping burnouts on the road near you. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to say, get a job, get a life, get something other than doing that. You're right. So how do we, yeah. how do we stop that? How do we stop that, Max? Well, I know this is, uh, too far to the right, mm. but, uh, you've got, you've got, uh, insurance premiums going up. All these loose guys, uh, children uh, that that aren't disciplined, and the coppers. I feel for the coppers because they can't uh, they can't handle them. Mm. But what I would do, I'd build a big shed, centre of Australia, yeah, and I'd treat them like animals oh. until until they can learn to be humans. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe just. Well, that- well, I, I tell you what, look, that might be the extreme end of it, <laughs> what you've just suggested. I'd say take the car away, but but don't give it back. Don't Im- just impound it. Take it away. You, you know, you do stuff like that. Uh, what right do you have to have the car? Because you, you do a burnout, and there, there have been instances of young kids, at least, who can't handle a car properly, who who try and impress their mates, and somebody gets killed, tragically, in the car, or, or even an innocent bystander on the, the footpath gets run down. That has certainly happened so many times, and uh, lessons need to be learned in that regard. There's no doubt about it. Look, thank you for the call, Max. I've got to go at that point because it's coming up to midday. News is next on 5AA. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Tammy. Have a great afternoon. Catch you tomorrow at 9.